Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Night, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the famous Gripsack Radio Show, where we bring you all things intellectual, exciting, bold, and brazen, and also wholesome, because we do it all. But since it's Friday, we do what we do best, answer questions from our listeners. That's right. All week, you have the opportunity to send in questions to Grabstack at GoKidGo.com, and I read every last one of them. And when you tune in on Fridays, you could hear your question read live on the show. Oh, it's all very exciting. Today's questions come from our friends Nora June and Calder in Seattle, Washington. I like that word, Washington. It sounds like a very clean place where they do a lot of washing. Uh, I'm on board with any place that keeps on top of its laundry. I can barely get Bobby to remember to put his socks in the hamper, let alone that they need to be washed occasionally. But let's not crack open that old chestnut. Let's get on with our questions, shall we? Nora June and Calder write, Dear Grabstack, we love your show. We listen to it on the way to and from school, and it's the best part of our day. Oh, well, isn't that just sweeter than peaches in May? And very clever of you both as well. After all, this old Grabstack is part of a balanced breakfast. A balanced breakfast of champions! Certainly the ideal way to start one's day. Okay, let's see. They go on to write, We have some burning questions for you. Oh, I can barely wait to hear what they are. Let's get to answering. The first question is from Nora June, who writes, How do you handle all those jobs you have? Writer, producer, actor, baker, sidekick, president of the Sidekick Association. It's so much... That's in all caps, people. Well, Nora June, first I'd like to say you are completely correct. It is so much. But I'm the master of taking on so much, mostly because I love all my hobbies and couldn't live without them. They really distract me from my day job, which is being a sidekick to my best friend. A dream job by any measure, but a job is a job and it will always be work. A hobby, now that's a beautiful thing. I mean, doing something just for the pleasure of it, like directing. 
I do it purely for the art and the accolades, of course. <laughs> I couldn't live without the accolades. Also, I could really use a Tony Award, so if they're handing those out, I'd recommend they hand one to me. But mostly, it's for the joy of the thing. And how do I handle it all? Well, I only sleep 15 minutes every hour. I have to make space for all them hobbies somewhere. Sometimes I think it might be time to leave one behind, but every time I think of that, I, I end up adding one. That's how I started cross-stitching recently. Does anyone want a pillow with a kitty's face on it? Okay, next question. Calder asked, If you had a pet dinosaur, what kind would it be and why? Oh, what an excellent question, Calder. If I had a pet dinosaur, well, it would be a die-long... You ever heard of it? It's my absolute favorite dinosaur. Basically, it's just kind of like a T-Rex, but about a million times smaller. Their top weight was 25 pounds, which is perfect for me. Because if I had a die-long, I would want to put a tiny saddle on it and ride it all over town. No one would mess with me and my die-long. I also imagine that a die-long would like to eat waffles, so I'd have a good friend to share waffles with in the morning. A good friend that would carry me to eat them. Those waffles, in fact. Can't you just picture me riding around a little tiny T-Rex off to procure my morning rations? I know I can. What kind of dinosaur would you pick, Calder? I'd love to hear what it is. Okay, let's move on to the final question, which is if you had a pet hamster, what would you name it? Oh, another excellent question. First of all, I will say that I absolutely loathe the fact that this question is hypothetical. How come I don't have a pet hamster. Am I not worthy of the love of a little ball of fluff that rolls around in a ball and has its own plastic paradise? I say that I am. But Bobby's mother is allergic to hamsters <laughs> or some sort of something like that. To, she's allergic. She just says no. Anyway, so my life remains hamster-free, and I am not for it. I love hamsters, because they look like hedgehogs if they didn't have their little spiky, spiky, spiny things, and I really do love hedgehogs, but... If I had a pet hamster, back to your question, I would absolutely have an orange one and name it Mr. Flarfly. Such a good, strong name for a hamster, don't you think? I don't really care what you think, because I already know I'm the master of naming, especially hamsters. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for the week, folks. Thank you to Nora June and Calder for writing in with your truly fantabulous questions. Don't forget to send in your own questions to grabstack at gokidgo.com, and yours could also get read live on the show. Then you'll be famous like me and Nora June and Calder, but mostly me. Even if I am still waiting on my Tony Award for Green Grows the Grass of Grass, get it together, voting committee. Don't you know genius when you see it? Tune in next week when we go head-to-head with the Riddle Machine and the Mighty Mathematic. And while you're waiting, how do you feel about underwater adventures in submarines? And sometimes there's a squid and a whale and even a kitty cat. If that all sounds like your cup of tea, then search for Whale of a Tail wherever you get your podcasts and buckle up your submarine safe belt for a whale of a time. That's it from me, listeners. Have a marvelous day. Grab stick out. Go, kid, go.
Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.